Welcome to Living Ardently. I'm your host, Adrian Giraldi, and today we are talking about Holy Week. I know we're in this weird time of COVID-19, isolation, quarantine stuff, but it doesn't mean that we can't make Holy Week holy. So today, that's what we're talking about. But yeah, let's get into it. So we're back to our first Monday of April. Um, so this is just a regular week where I'm going to be here and talking about a certain topic. And today's topic is going to be about how to make Holy Week holy. Um, like I said, last week was a like a bonus, uh, Candid Thoughts with Adrian, kind of just kind of spilling out my thoughts about COVID-19, how it's been affecting us, and how I hope it will affect our future um, as a church, as a society. Um, and I could have gone more on and on, but... Um, I thought that I would save some for this week um, because I wanted to talk about. Oh, my lights went off. Alexa, lights on in the bedroom. <laughs> I had once said it at this time, and it's just a weird time to do it. It is currently Sunday. It is Palm Sunday. I have my Sunday attire on because, you know, just because we can't go to mass doesn't mean we can't get dressed as if we are. Um, although this is not exactly what I would be wearing to mass, it's just something I would wear if I was, you know, not working and going to mass. I guess more casual, uh, still nice, nice dress. But besides the point. So it is Palm Sunday. It is officially Holy Week, and I wanted to talk about how, um, despite this whole COVID nineteen stuff, how we can still make Holy Week holy. Because I know we can, and I know it's possible. Uh, but it just takes a little bit more effort than we usually do during um, the regular times when we are able to go to Holy Week masses, services, whatever they're called. So the Triduum starts usually on Thursday where we have the washing of the feet and then we have the altar of repose that night. Um, and it's usually at my parish is really cool. and We have this nice, we set up. Uh, parish hall to be a little chapel and uh, we have people coming in and out for a long time and uh, last year my youth group and I took um, took an hour at the night so I think we took midnight to 1 a.m. we were there praying and then there was a bunch of other people there with us and it was really cool there's a lot of people that were participating in that in, in our holy week services and then we had the veneration of the cross that happens on Friday which is also well attended and, you know, such a beautiful um, liturgy to be part of. And then we have, you know, of course, the Easter Vigil, where we light our new Easter candle, we process into the church with our candles, and um, it's just a beautiful thing. And that this year, we don't get to partake in, um, in a physical way. Spiritually, we can still be there, we can still go to... These masses, our bishop um, of the Diocese of Orlando, Bishop Noonan, is asking that we all um, unify our uh, Easter celebration, our Tridium celebrations together and uh, watch his live stream and what will be posted on like everywhere. So just kind of watching it and so we can, as a diocese, worship the, our Lord together. And it's going to be the first time we ever do that. So that's going to be nice. But um, still, it like kind of takes the, you know, I guess, you know, being outside of the church, not seeing that 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 uh, the um, tabernacle empty, 
you know, there's just something about Holy Week, obviously, that makes it so holy. But we can still make it like that. Maybe not to the same extent, but there's some things that we can do as individuals in our own prayer lives to kind of recall and mimic that same reverence, that same uh, solemn feeling, uh, if that's the right way to say it. Um, so how does that look? You know, what what does that entail? Well, one of the tips that I was looking at is like we can actually do some level of fasting. I know a lot of us have felt like, you know, with everything that's going on, some of us might have given up on our Lenten fast because of all this COVID-19 stuff. And some of us may have not been, you know, just kind of given up on it. This might be a good time to just continue to pick up. I read this article that said, don't give up on Lent because it's still Lent. Yeah, we're, we're we're doing a lot more than we expected, sure. But Lent is like probably the best time this could have happened. I mean, imagine this being ha- happening during Christmas. That would have been that would have been really hard. But at least Lent, if you can make you can tie it into our spiritual lives. We can make it holy. And so I feel like giving up on Lent might be a little <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not making fun of anybody, but that's what I've done, you know. I surely have lost sight of what I originally gave up at Lent because of all of this stuff. I'm guilty of it. And this week I'm gonna try to bring those things that I originally wanted to um do this Lent and bring it back. But I might actually add more to it. And so maybe adding a fast of sorts would be great, but maybe actually physically eating, like not eating, like fasting, you know, might be something to make this really, really good. The 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 spirituality of fasting is vastly underrated. Um, it is such a great thing to uh, um, be a part of and to like, you know, really deny ourselves. It's a very beautiful act of love um, that I feel like doesn't get the appreciation or like we don't understand it as much as we should. So fasting might be a way to kind of go about this. Um, Not just fasting from certain things, but actually fasting from food um, in general. Maybe maybe it's a bread and water diet during this week or, you know, during some of the, some part of this week. Um, Some days, I don't know, maybe the tritium, right? There's a, there's a, thing that I'm going to get into after that um, and a little bit later that I've been doing the past few years that I'm hoping to do again this year, but it'll probably be a lot harder. Um, another thing is to, you know, like I said, partake in these online services, you know, go, you know, here at here over where I get my church are like tritium services are very well attended. Um, but that's not the same case for a lot of churches. Um, and maybe you're not one of those people who do the Tridium services, and maybe you do only the Easter Vigil or, you know, Easter Day Mass. But this could be a year where you start this tradition, even though you're not actually physically at uh, the church. So maybe this is a good time to 
make this tradition a tradition in your family where you go and, um, you know, maybe you're not washing each other's feet, but you're watching a service where um, they are washing the feet. You know, like I said, the bishop in our diocese is, is doing it for all of our diocese, live streaming it, and he asked us to unify and not to not advertise our live streams or not to have live streams those days during the tridium so that we all are to watch the bishops um, and unify and pray together. So hopefully you you are doing something like that where you can partake in these beautiful traditions that we have in our church that we, you know right now we can't physically be there, but you can still, you know, like I said, be there. And you can dress well. Like I said today, I, I dressed as, as best as I could. Um, well, I, I could definitely dress a lot better than this, but um, I, I took the step to dress up. I even put socks and shoes on to go to a virtual mass today. I put it on the TV and, you know, actually participated in the mass parts where, you know, I stand when I stood and I read, you know, read along with the, uh, the readings, read beforehand the readings, which the past two weeks I hadn't been doing that. I was just wearing my t-shirt and basketball shorts that I had been wearing and kind of just watching the mass. It's one thing to watch. It's another thing to partake. And a lot of us can be watching the mass while in the church too. So not just, don't just go through the motions, but actually know why you're doing the certain things that you're doing. And, uh, you know, especially during these tridium services and masses, look into it. Do these things and do it with with purpose, you know. Um, so get dressed and get all dolled up and all that stuff so that you can, you know, really feel as if you're there. I think that's a, a really cool thing to do. Um, another idea is maybe just doing a spirit, like, after, like, hopefully you're partaking in the liturgy every day um, online, but also doing a spirit, act, if not, at least doing an act of spiritual communion. And that's like a word that some of us may not have been familiar with prior to this pandemic, but spiritual communion is part of like any time. So say you're in a state of mortal sin and you know you can't receive communion during, um, you can't receive communion, but you can be part, be partake in a spiritual communion. Spiritual, spiritual communion was always around. Uh, we just all are unifying in it because we can't have it. So doing it every day is actually like a, a beautiful way to start your your day or you know being part of your day in some way. So partaking in that is something that you might want to do. I can I, I'll add the prayer in the show notes for the spiritual communion so you, you can partake in it that way. Another way to kind of look at it during the tritium, pray during the times that you would normally pray. So say Christ died on Friday. 3 p.m. You can do the Stations of the Cross then. You can do some form of a prayer, a, a silent, an hour of silence in your house, you know, making those moments holy in your household, however you want to do it. Or say you want to do, you want to pray during the times where you would normally pray during the altar of repose. Set an alarm and wake up at two in the morning and, and then pray, have a holy hour of your own. Then go back to sleep. Pray in the times when Christ would have been praying, you know, however you would have been praying normally. Get up early and uh, do do the Easter vigil service at a live stream for a mass that's happening um, near you or do one that's already been done overseas. 
There's so many live stream masses that are happening right now. It's crazy. And it's amazing. It's beautiful. You can literally go to mass in Ireland if you wanted to, you know, but it's so cool. And it's really cool to see even the traditional churches, traditional Latin masses are being, um, being live streamed and stuff. And it's something that, you know, it's not very common. So I'm really cool. I'm like really glad to see that I, I watched a couple, I, well, I partaked in one, at least a traditional Latin mass, daily mass. And I also saw a bunch of, you know, Palm Sunday ones that were really cool to see too. But yeah, when you watch the live streams, don't just watch them. Like I said earlier, partake in it. Uh, partake in the times where you would be praying. Play, pray in those times. Making time for these intentional prayers um, is something that we can do as individuals um, in our own prayer lives, depending on where our prayer lives are, to, to make this Holy Week holy, you know? If you ever wanted to start a podcast, today is the day. Go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a, They have a free app on the App Store, and it has all the creation tools you need that allows you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. This app and your cell phone is literally the only thing you need to start a podcast. Use a microphone on your phone, record a voice memo, upload it to Anchor, and that's it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, and many more uh, you can make money on for your podcast with no minimum listenership and like i said everything you need to make a podcast is in one place on the anchor app so go to anchor.fm to get started or download the free anchor app in your app store again anchor.fm to get started or download the free anchor app in your store and we hope that you join the podcast world let's go Another thing, one of my biggest things, is called the Tritium Fast. I found out the Tritium Fast like maybe two years ago, three years ago now, something like that, two or three years ago, and I did it uh, for the past two years, so three years ago, well, no, two years ago, and I did it for the past two years, and man, it's pretty tough, not going to lie. The the whole the whole part of it is I guess like back in the day that's how it was always. Someone fact checked me on that. But it was everyone like it wasn't just, you know, fast on Good Friday, it was fast throughout the week. I mean not throughout the week, but like from Thursday, from the Holy Thursday service after the altar repose till the end of the Easter vigil on Saturday. So I would have this big meal on Thursday. And then I wouldn't go, I wouldn't eat um, if I did like I, I gave myself leeway. So I would have like a, a half a small meal if I got hungry at some point between now and th- that, you know, like Friday to Saturday during the it's usually it's usually late Friday where it starts to get to you and early Saturday. But once you get through it, it's like it's like easy. So give it a try if you want to do that. I'm going to try to do it this year. But I think it's going to be really hard because I'm at home <laughs> a lot of the times. And at home, there's a lot of food. And when there's a lot of food, you just want to eat. So it might be a really good um, way to work on my perseverance. But uh, yeah, I think it's a really cool, very, uh, makes Lent very, uh, like, end with a bang. And you get to celebrate. You get really excited about food. Holy Saturday. Every year I would have 
like a meal already like picked out what I would eat early Saturday and I would just um uh, after the Easter vigil like Easter I'm just like super happy that God is risen but then I'm also super happy to get some food in me and it's just the greatest like I don't know it's just like it's the coolest thing um but then I have to go back to sleep once I finish eating because I got to get back up for the sunrise mass that following that's the next day like a few hours later so holy week is 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 kind of a it's hard (laughs) for us people who work for the church Uh, if you work in the church you know it's a pretty tough time it's it's people say that christmas is the toughest time but no it is definitely holy week that is the toughest time for us it really really um makes us holy (laughs) i hope i like to think but yeah it's just there's so many ways to make holy week holy um, you can make your own personal holy hour. It's another thing every day to kind of like at this time at three o'clock every day this week, I'm going to just take an hour of silence and pray. I'm going to go in my little prayer corner. I'm going to go outside in my patio, wherever you go to go. I'm going to go out and walk to the park across the street, wherever you find like your sacred space to pray, go there for an hour and just pray, make a holy hour throughout the week. It's a, uh, it's it makes a really big difference if you really are intentional about it. So however you want to do it, like however you feel like would be most beneficial to you, do it. But don't just do something that's going to be easy. Do something that's going to challenge you, that's going to help you grow, that's going to help you become actually holier. You know, as cheesy as that may sound, it's something that... um, we, a lot of us struggle with this complacency, doing things that are easy and convenient to us. But no, we shouldn't be looking for the convenient way. We should be looking for something that's going to make us greater. And most of the time, it's not going to be easy. What makes us greater is not easy. If it's too easy, we might not be growing enough. These are just tips. You might have different ones. You might have better ideas. By all means, do them. I love to watch the Passion of Christ every year during Holy Week, especially, I mean, obviously Good Friday. So if that's something you love to do, do it. Really put yourself into Holy Week. Put yourself in the the shoes of whether you're one of the apostles, whether you're one of the people who are screaming, crucify him, crucify him. Put yourself into the story of Christ. Father Mike Schmitz to this video, um, did this video today. I went to I went to his mass, you know, virtual mass, and he also did this uh, talk on this youth night live stream youth night through Project YM. So if you're a youth minister and you're looking for something to do, if you don't know about it, I don't know how you don't know about it, but go look at projectym.com live. They've been doing live stream youth nights, and Father Mike's talk tonight was so good. Uh, so was his homily. I start to yeah you know, get emotional thinking about because it, it was so it was so beautifully and well spoken. Every time we choose ourselves, he said, we're breaking Christ's jaw, his nose, and hitting him with that whip. But yet still, he died for you anyway. Christ didn't just die for me and you. He died for those people who crucified him. 
who whipped him, who scourged him, who put that crown of thorns on him, that beat him, broke his nose, did all these things, pierced him on his side. Every single person that tortured him, Christ also died for. And sometimes we are those people. And so, this Holy Week, we can still make this holy even though we're not in the church building. We can still do it. So, my advice to all of us is to not be complacent with where we are this Holy Week. Challenge ourselves to go deeper by adding something that's going to help us understand Holy Week and to make Holy Week holy however that looks like whether it's fasting making a holy hour of your own um, participating on the online services um, getting dressed doing a spiritual communion uh, some of these things are really easy but you know you can get up get up a late thursday night early thursday morning and pray um, as if you were praying at the altar of repose doing a silent hour doing 3 p.m on friday good friday Whatever it is, like I hope that you do it the best that you can. Keep Holy Week holy, however you seem it fit to your life. But please, by, by, if you get anything from this, challenge yourselves. It's hard because we want to be complacent a lot of the times, but we can still be holy. Whatever you do, just don't give up on Holy Week. Don't give up on Lent. This is the greatest opportunity to make this whole situation that we have. Give it to the Lord and redeem it. Letting Him redeem it. Letting ourselves redeem the situation so that we can make it holy. Let's not be complacent, brothers and sisters. Let's try and challenge ourselves this week. And let's, again... Keep Holy Week holy. If you have any suggestions, please leave them in the comments uh, comments below. If you're watching this after all of this COVID-19 stuff has happened after Holy Week, you can still you can still take these tips and make them part of your day-to-day -day life. It doesn't just have to be during an isolation, quarantine time, or during Holy Week. You can take any of these tips to help you grow spiritually in your day-to-day -day. so you might be watching ahead of time you might be um like way past this time frame of holy week but still you can still take these tips and help get them to help you become a better person and keep you holy so hope these help i hope this helps you in some way shape or form i hope uh this encourage you encourages you at least to challenge yourself this week um, and please tag a friend let a friend know let a friend send this to a friend and have them challenge them as well to kind of you know keep holy week holy um, let's get everybody in on this and uh let's let's get it let's get i don't know let's 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 make it happen people it's a beautiful time it's a hard time but we can grow so much and we can grow so much if we just try so god bless you all thanks for listening um i really appreciate your support and thanks for watching if you're watching on youtube i really really appreciate all your support for those who have subscribed those who have liked the, the first video 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you if you've been watching and listening on podcast um, loyally. I really appreciate your support. Um, I'm praying for you all during this time of COVID-19. Like I said, please keep praying for me. I have a few friends that I know that have come, uh, have tested positive, but they're doing okay. I know others that I don't know them, but I, I hear that a lot of people are not doing well. I hear people young that are passing away. You all have been hearing it. We all have been hearing it. So please keep praying for our world. Please keep praying for the end of this pandemic, this world, weird, weird world we're living in. Um, the Lord's going to take care of it. But uh, we got to do our part. Let's do our part, y'all. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor and leave a review and a rating so that I can get this out to more people. If you're listening on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you know. let me know. And comment below uh, what you're going to be doing this Easter, um, well, this Holy Week and this Easter. If you're listening on Spotify or Google or wherever else, make sure you're subscribed so you can get a notification anytime I post a new episode. And make sure you follow us on social media. You can follow the, the podcast at Living Ardently. You can follow my personal account at It's Only Adrian. We are currently working on our website but for now, you can watch and look at our blog site, which is also semi-under construction, livingardently.wordpress.com. And then if you have any inquiries about being on the podcast or wanting to, to have me on something else, I got a couple of emails asking that. So if you want to, send me an email at livingardentlypod at gmail.com. That's livingardentlypod at gmail.com. If you're on YouTube, you're seeing all of these on a lower third, which I really like to do. We got a bunch of cool things coming up. So keep your eyes peeled on those things. I can't wait to share them with you, but I'll keep them a secret for now. Other than that, that's all I got. Thanks for listening. I hope this helps you in some way, shape or form this week. Make sure to tune in next week where we have our Instagram so showcase, which is with Kipsy Kavita from The Saintly Pursuit on Instagram. Make sure you're subscribed to them uh, or following them. And uh, yeah, we'll be interviewing her next week. So, so make sure you tune in next week for that. And until then, that's all I got. God bless y'all. Keep praying for me. I'm praying for you. And until next week, Keep living ardently. Peace. Peace.